Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Last week in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, we were learning when things get difficult in our ministry, we need to have faith that God will bring us through it all. Let's continue with that lesson today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Now, James chapter 5, verses 17 and 18, makes it quite practical for us. At the base of our prayers, the foundation of our prayer is faith in the revealed word of God. James five seventeen, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Now, this shows us then that none of these people drew back. Just like Job, their faith remains constant regardless of the circumstances. Now, too often when things get hard to Going gets tough. Men quit. All of a sudden, they're called to another ministry. I've I've seen this with preachers. They get their ministry in trouble, head over heels in debt, and all of a sudden, they're called to the mission field. But three months later, they're pastoring a church in another state, or they get called to be an evangelist. And a few months later, they're, they're pastoring another church, and they're going to end up doing the same thing to the next church. So we just need to be careful of those kind, because faith doesn't quit because of the circumstances. We, too, gain a good report at life's end if we remain true to the fundamentals of the word as we live in this wicked world. Faith then governs the actions based on the word of God and the person of God. And that takes us into verse 3 here of Hebrews 11. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So we understand creation is by the word of God. As a matter of fact, chapter 1, verse 3, lets us know that he continues to uphold this creation by his word. Now, why use the word worlds, plural, instead of singular. It's because this Greek word is also has the idea of ages, not just the world itself, but the ages throughout this world, the ages that this world has endured. And so, really, the creation is not just for the beginning, but it's for all time. That's why the plural is used. So, what does he mean by we understand? 
what we understand through the thought process of the mind. Creation, my friend, is the doctrine for thinking men. The words were framed have the idea they were ordered, completed, or arranged by the Word of God. You know, one of the most amazing of the divine attributes of God is His omniscience, that is, His all-knowingness. He not only understands all the complexities of relativistic science and higher mathematics, He ordained them in the first place. And the same applies to every other discipline of study and activity. One old preacher has said it best. Has it ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God? You see, he has known all. There's nothing ever new that comes to him. He knows all about each of us. The psalm said in Psalms 139, verses 1 and 2, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Now, friend, we should marvel at all the wonders of his creation and providence. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. My friend, the word that we are seeing here telling us simply the world was created by God. He created the heavens and the earth. They were framed by him. Now the word word here in verse 3 is not the usual word logos. Rather, it's the word rima, which means spoken word. We're being told in no uncertain terms that the entire creation was spoken into existence and set in order by the spoken word of God. That is why, when we read earlier, in in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, that he is the one also that upholds all things by the word of his power. This creation was not only spoken into existence, but by his mere word, he keeps it in existence. And my friend, this is a fundamental doctrine of the Word of God. Now, we're in the book of Hebrews. This is what we're reading in Hebrews. Too many people think, well, Genesis 1 and 2 are are an allegory. Well, throughout the books of the Bible, there's reference to the creation of God. Understand, evolution is a cleverly designed fable of the devil. And it has completely fooled many well-educated minds simply because they lack the discernment that only the Holy Spirit can give. Now, we said that this word, word, was the Greek word rima, which means spoken word. Rima is never used as a designation of God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, whenever you see Jesus called the Word of God, it is using the word Logos, the entire word. 
Psalms 33, verse 6 states, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Simply said, as here in Hebrews, so also in Psalms, he spoke the worlds into existence. Now, our church, therefore, the church that I pastor, would not support any Christian college that would teach theistic evolution or any other evolution as a truth or as a fact or even as a possibility. Now, let me say about every fundamental Bible-believing college does teach evolution, but they teach what's wrong with it, and they show you why it's wrong. But when they start teaching it as a fact or as a possibility, then you have nothing to do with that institution because it has turned its back on God. You see, evolution is Satan's attempt to eliminate God. If evolution is true, then God is the creation of the mind of man instead of man being created by God. And my friend, it is blasphemy of God to believe in evolution and at the same time try to say that you're a Christian. Now, let me say many are very ignorant and simply do not realize that they are blaspheming God by believing in evolution instead of the word of God and its stated way of creation. I was in the mall recently, and I was witnessing to a couple that was a Catholic couple, a retired couple, both of them Catholic. As a matter of fact, he had Jesuit training, and his wife was one of the old faithful Catholic ladies. And... As we talked, I found out she'd been a nurse and was a retired nurse. And she says, is there anything that you, basically she asked me, is there anything that we believe that would be like Catholics? And I says, well, probably we both believe that abortion is murder and therefore sin. She she said, oh, I don't believe that. She says, "I, I can't agree with the Bible on that. She says, I think that's where the Bible is wrong. Well, you see, That's where faith ends for her. She couldn't think of a child that may be crippled should be brought into this world. They should be killed because they're crippled. And so in her mind, no, don't bring that child into this world if they're crippled. And she could not accept the word of God on that. Well, my friend, that is exalting science and the philosophy of men above God. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful if men of science would all give heed to this text that we're reading here, verse 3 of Hebrews 11? They would eliminate many costly, elongated studies, resulting in the ability to use their knowledge and expertise for the good of mankind instead of this evolution junk. Now, when we see the worlds, the ages, were framed by the words of God, it is letting us know that nothing has ever gotten out of God's control. That's why the word has the idea of the ages. Again, it's against theistic evolution. 
And when man rebels, rebels, God judges. And we've seen that with the flood. And we know it's going to happen again when Christ comes back in judgment. And finally, when the worlds are going to be changed by the fire and the great cataclysmic change that takes place there. We know nothing is beyond the power of his word. The material universe and the ages are all from his word. Now, to create the world and the ages and then allow them to get beyond his control would lessen him as God. There has been nothing of any age that has ever or will ever usurp the spoken word of God. And you can go to the bank with that. How can you have faith in his word concerning redemption? if you don't have faith in his word concerning creation. Evolution mitigates against redemption and God, whether you realize that or not. Today, many teach that there are many roads to heaven. Well, you sell out on evolution. The next thing you sell out on is salvation. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light into your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org centralbaptistocala.org This is your announcer Gary Neron saying May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus And so the hills may tumble It will firmly stand When the earth shall crumble I will plant my feet On its firm foundation For the Bible stands I will plant my feet On its firm foundation